Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Shockslayer, and today I am joined by only Gob. Introduce yourself, Gob. Hi, I'm Gob. I'm a man who is speaking into a microphone. Hell yes. No one else can join us today. We gave a 30-minute window, and those 30 minutes were spent reminiscing about the days of yonder. Today on the Dillcast, we will be reviewing a comic and talking about other things. Uh, but before we do, we have a couple of things to talk about, because this is episode 51. Something unfortunate happened to episode 50. And yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that, Gob? Oh, man. It was a wild time. Uh, yeah, as soon as we uploaded it... Uh, we got notified by Podcast Incorporated. They said this is this podcast is just too damn wild. You literally cannot have this uploaded on any platform. We fought and fought, and it was literally like a twelve-hour podcast that like everyone was on, and we were just like getting so rowdy and dilding so hard that um um. I don't know the FBI was involved. It's a whole thing, but we 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 rather we can't get into it. Uh, so uh, sorry. Several of us signed NDAs, so that's that's literally all we can say about it. I, so, I yes, I, I tried to sign a DDA, but the, my lawyers wouldn't allow me, which is a do disclose. Uh, yeah, agreement. it would have been cool if we could have pulled that off, but uh, unfortunately, no dice. Uh, no. So the numbering for the podcasts is now wrong, and yeah. this is going to bother Holly forever. But yeah. sometimes sacrifices have to be made for the greater good of this thing that we're doing. I agree, and when 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 you're sacrificing things, um, well, let, let me uh, let me just let you know that was the best segue ever. Uh, this Dillcast has a couple of sponsors. That's right. We actually have an ad read this time again. And you're going to be one doing it. <clears throat> Are you tired of going to anime conventions? Year after year, you have to subject yourself to being surrounded by friendly folks, some dressed as colorful and fun characters, all while you're engaged with your personal personal passion. Well, no more. Throw away your Goku helmets, because this year you're going to Dilcon. Join dozens of miserable racists conglomerating in an abandoned TGI Fridays while we celebrate the finite wit of Scott Adams and his actually well-known comic Dilbert. Dress up as your favorite character from The Office. And no, I'm not talking about Jim and Pam. I'm talking about Dogbert. Dress up as Dogbert while you discuss Dilbert, Bossbert, Ladybird, and all the other Dill characters. Tickets are going fast. Set fire to your Goku helmet at once. Call 1-900-MIXALOT and console the crying butt man who has not received a butt-related phone call in years. I'm very concerned for him. After that, go to www.dillcon.dill/harry to send us cryptocurrency so we can get this thing rolling. Hey, <laughs> maybe Scott Adams will come to this abandoned TGI Fridays to look for secret French fries. Must be 21 or older to drink. Amen. 
Amen. <laughs> so there you have it. Despite uh, the unfortunate circumstances that brought episode 50 down, I'm glad to know that we have two sponsors and the Dillcast is still going strong and Dillcon is still going to happen. I promise. Yeah. Stuart, oh boy. After what he did in episode 50, uh, <laughs> we're still trying to, to get him to talk to any of us. It's it's this whole thing. Um, Stuart, if you're out there, look, I'm sorry about your car. Uh, what can I say? I, I, uh, I Let's just say we both regret some things. You know, I may have been the one to look. It's 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 in the ravine. It's not coming out. It's fine. You know, we I just got to Grizz. We so that was you then. Where was Grizz then? Oh, uh, he was he told in. Me he was getting in the car. Well, that's the that's the whole thing. Like, like we we were doing this like thing as we were driving that car around that Stewart car where we uh kind of switch back and forth between driver and passenger seat as fast as we can um all while see- seeing if we can drive safely it's that game you know it's called switchy becky ah okay yeah all the kids are playing it and uh so things happen and Stuart, if you can find it in your heart to um, forgive yourself for, you know, you, you just got to get over it, man. You let us borrow your car. Don't be so hard on yourself. You can talk to us again. Yeah, I mean, Holly and I, being the newest members, we had to just watch. Um, and at a certain point, the car got too small to see what was happening. Uh, so we turned back to the TGI Fridays, and that was when our part of the debacle began. Mm-hmm. And that is what is under NDA, and that's the part. Oh boy, if I could, if I could only talk about it, it would look less bad than it was. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Don't we have a comic to read? Oh, that's right. We have a comic to read. Let's let me click on this thing. Ba ba bum. So we're um we decided. And we we apologize. Um, well, I guess no one really heard episode fifty after that. All the the stuff that we did, um, man, it was so good. We had like, uh, sorry, I, I don't mean to go on about like how great episode fifty was, um, because we we wanted to make a big celebration, and we did, and we recorded it, and it was great, and we we tried to put it up on all platforms. But anyway, I'm I'm just sorry. It was so good, so it good. It was quite. I mean, when so I mean, a lot of people might not know this about Grizz, but I mean, I've known him for a couple of years now, and he takes celebrations extremely seriously. And oh I knew, yeah. <laughs> I knew I was in for some shit, but I didn't know I was in for some shit. <laughs> that shit was wild. 
Oh my god, you have no idea. Like the wall is still. I, oh, I can't talk about that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, NDA, NDA. Come yep, on. Yep. All right. All right. right. So we we do have we we could do the same comic that we did. Although I don't know if we could call what we did last time really covering the comic. That's <laughs> true because I don't know if we were. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Let's uh let's read the same the the comic we intended to cover last time. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's read this one. This one um, looks like it's from six two drawn by a good old Saddams. <laughs> Excuse me. So do you want to describe or do you want to play the role of Dogbert and sound effects? Um, mm, I can describe. All right, I will be Dogbert. All right, I will just... And sound effects. It's, yeah. All right, Dogbert is sitting on a little, whatchamacallit, like a a little tiny doggy rug carpet, and he is staring at it like what looks like a pea on the ground. It's a very small orb, very small pellet-type object. And he, he says to himself... Sometimes I think the brain holds great powers waiting to be discovered. Empty thoughts. <laughs> he uh, he continues, and he he put he's. It looks like Dogbert is straining just a little bit, bending over, looking towards this pea-sized orb. <laughs> he says. It's almost as if I can make this ball levitate with pure mind power. The pea-sized object is revealed to be a ball. In the back, in the foreground now, we see <laughs> what looks like a chair starting to levitate. This chair used to contain Dilbert. When it began to levitate, Dilbert falled flat on his fucking face and hit the floor. Wump! In the background, Dogbert, still on his little doggy carpet, did not notice this. He says, Bang! Nothing. <laughs> Ba-da-bump-ba-da-bump. Dilb. Dilb. So there you have it, folks. That's, uh, that's, um... 1989 United Features Syndicate Incorporated for you. Just releasing banger after banger. What do you what do you rate this comic? Uh I per well unfortunately all of the the archive for the old Dilbert site has gone to hell. So I feel like I'm obligated to rate this a four point five just to, to keep up with tradition. I was thinking 4.5 as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm with Dogbert on this one. I mean, personally, I think it's a piece of shit, but, you know. <laughs> so I, would, I would like to point out the implication of the third panel that Dilbert was sitting in his chair 
and he has an ottoman in front of him. First <laughs> off, the ottoman is too far away for his legs if he was in the chair. So he's just kind of dumb for having that. And second, the way that the lines are drawn, there is no way that there's anything other than a blank wall that he was staring at. Like, there's no TV set. He doesn't have a plasma. hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. So he just sits in his house looking at his ottoman or blank wall. <laughs> yeah, he uh, couldn't afford any uh, other objects in his house. All he can afford is a chair, an ottoman, a dog, and a fucking ball. And he probably... And a dog cushion. Yeah, little doggy cushion. Doggy. This gets way better if he was if he was using his levitation powers to actually like float like he was Aladdin on his flying magic dinner uh, ca- carpet. Yeah, that'd be the that'd be the way to go. I would it fly. Would I would I would uh, fly to. Uh, if you had a magic, this is a magic carpet segment of of the Dillcast. Um, if you had a magic carpet, where would you where where, where would you go? Oh, hmm, there's a lot of interesting things you could do with a magic carpet. But at some point, once you use all of the practical applications, like, oh, you know, I want to pop down to Wendy's real quick for a triple Baconator. I think I would start fucking with people. If you had a magic carpet, you could fly up to any corporate building that houses people like Dilbert and just stand outside the window and jump off. That would freak people the fuck out. But you'd have the magic carpet, right? So it could like swoop down and like pick you up. That's you know, right. Like Dr. Yeah. Strange's cape. You just grab it and fly off. You could yeah. go back up and you can look you can look at what's on their faces too. And it gets compounded by the fact that you came back up and you're not the window washer. But right. you could set the scene by pretending to be a window washer. So everyone thinks it's normal until you prove that it's not. Like imagine you're pretending to wash the window. And you start levitating backwards. You're just oh watching god. the air. Oh my god! Creative uses abound with the magic carpet. That's what right. What would you do? I, you know what I would do? I would, I would, um, I, you, yeah, you're right. There's so many things you could do in the magic carpet. What I, I would do is I'd cut a little hole in the center and, and use it as a toilet. It's, you Yo. know, it's amazing what you can do with these things. It's the true bird experience, like a nest, but in the air. That's right. Oh, no, I'd be sitting on the floor still. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, that um, does simplify things. Yeah, you know. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I don't know. This economy. I wonder what our friends would do if they had a magic carpet. What do you think, uh, what do you think Stu would do? I think Stu... Would okay. I think he would fly to Japan, and uh, well, I can't think of a funny answer for a stew. I I think he would just go and like go to these hobby shops and just like um steal a bunch of these like old consoles and old games and stuff. Yeah. That's a pretty good use, but, I guess. But I, then again, just because you have a magic carpet doesn't mean you can steal things. Like, I'm pretty sure he would get arrested. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. bullets can fly, too. That's right. <laughs> uh, he'd get... I think 
I Sorry. think Grizz would try to test the physics of it. I think he would try wrapping the carpet around things and seeing what would happen. He, ha- he has an, an interesting way of approaching uh, certain magical situations with yeah. a very developed brain for these presently non-existent situations. So he'd probably wrap the carpet around probably small stuff first. You know, like a basketball or you know Ooh. some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And just, you know, swing it around. See see what that's like. Or if then, you like had the know. the carpet wrapped around the basketball, imagine if you like just bounced it once, would it just like fly <laughs> infinitely into the sun? I guess that's also on the table. Grizz could very likely lose the magic carpet within twenty minutes of getting it. You know what I'd do? I'd I'd um I'd get somebody I didn't like to sit on it, and I'd just tell the magic carpet to keep going up out of the atmosphere. I'd, I'd commit murder with the carpet a couple times. That's true. Yeah. I, and I'm afraid I don't know uh, Holly or anyone else well enough to guess at what they would do with the magic carpet, but I'm going to assume it would be equally creative. Oh, Holly? Holly, what do you she, think Holly would do? She'd she'd take the carpet, and you know she'd fly straight to hell, and she'd just start headbanging and um, rocking out to Iron Maiden and shit. And oh wait, no, that's also me. Sorry. Oh hell yeah! I guess I don't know. I didn't consider that the magic carpet could fly to other dimensions. Yeah. Oh no. A magic carpet. You can think about it like. You can go up, down, other dimension, uh, left, wherever you want to go. It's like a... All four settings. It's a carpet. That's yeah. true. We could, uh, we could use the magic carpet to go visit the Simpsons universe. Ooh, magic carpet. Homer Simpson. If I had a magic carpet, I'd call the big one bitey. <laughs> my one yeah. Simpson quote. Man, I don't I don't have any real Simpsons quotes. <clears throat> All that's in my head is stuff from like flash animations like He man <laughs> Don't tell Carl about this. It's like that's not Homer. That's not from the show. Mm, that's okay, Homer. <laughs> I I okay, I watched The Simpsons when I was like younger. It came on at seven uh-huh. and I would watch it on the TV and I was like, This is hilarious. And I remember like one bit and it was uh, when the Chief Wiggum guy, he ate the tomato, and he's like, mm, this does taste like grandma. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the um, the tomaco episode. Tomaco, yeah. yeah. That's that's the only thing I remember. Everything yeah. else is like weird composite knowledge. Like that's I've never really seen interesting. the Star Wars movies, but I know things about Star Wars because of three billion parodies that come out You know everything that you can't avoid. I think you might be the only person on earth who doesn't know every single episode of The Simpsons by heart. I mean, you've talked to to me and Grizz and Stu and Holly. I know, Those... but all you guys say is, I call this one Bitey, and oh no, I chopped up Bart and buried him in the backyard. Uh, now hold on a second. What episodes are those? Uh, Monorail for the big one Bitey, and... Um, Chopping up Bart, that was um, as a controversial like episode a, where she um, a horror maybe. 
No, it was actually this really controversial episode where uh, Principal Armand Hamzarian decides that he doesn't like Bart anymore, so he just carves him up. Oh, I never heard his full name. I thought I always thought it was just Principal Skinner. No, no, it's Armand Tamzarian. Oh, okay. I know he likes steamed hams. He does, yeah. That's pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed that little YouTube clip that I saw 300,000 times. I... I I enjoy every steamed ham meme there is. It doesn't matter like how good it is or bad it is. I've seen some incredible ones. Yeah, no, they're they're all great. I <laughs> I'm not trying to come across as number one Simpson hater. All my friends hate the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little. It's it's weird because I definitely grew up in the time where it was Simpsons time, but then like retained none of it. I know I know way more about King of the Hill, and I didn't watch it as a kid. King of the Hill is dope. It's so good, and that's yeah. I I same here. Like I only recently, um, I kind of binged watched binged watched the entire series like over the course of I don't know a couple months or whatever, and I, I every episode is really good. I think. It Every... is pretty solid. Dusty like that, old uh, bones full of green dust. Yeah, it was fun to see Hank get bullied by a literal child that he could have, like, bodied like at any point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always fun. I So, like, the the most recent factoid I learned about King of the Hill was, like, the a scrapped ending that they had for, like, the season before the last or some shit where, like, Hank was retconning half of the show. He's like... You know, Bill, you never stole a tank. You know, you dreamed of that. And it's like, wow. And like everything in the show forever happened over the course of a year. It's like, that's wild. You had like four Thanksgiving episodes. What the hell? Oh How did you God. do that, Hank? <laughs> yeah. I, I understand why they scrapped that, but it's like, it's wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope I... the new one has Bobby making a TikTok account. Oh, God. Oh, hey, Dad! Look at this new dance I'm doing. Oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> that's Do really, that's really good. Oh, oh wow, Bobby! Post this, post this now! <laughs> hey, don't post it on TikTok. You know that's a spy for the Chinese government. No, oh, hey, yeah. come on now. You can post it. If I had friends, I'd post on TikTok. Talking on TikTok, man. Talking on ropes. Yo. <laughs> yeah, please, Mike Judge, if you're listening, you know, if you're hanging yeah. out with Scott Adams again, uh, do that. Thanks. I like. He's just super positive. Like, of TikTok of all things is is like one of the few things that like Hank comes around. It's like my son is cool. Oh my god. Dude, the, the the bit of Hank just being, like, super supportive or just... What, like... Okay, so Hank Hill is an amazingly written character yeah. because he's a static character for the whole show. So right. it becomes fun to think about, okay, what would Hank never do or never say? Because you have this extremely solid base of humor to draw from because it's so consistent. So it's like, Hank would never say, oh, boy, yummy. Like, that's not... He would never say that. But to me, that's what I need. That's that's the secret sauce to reality. 
I need it. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I just had an idea. Um, you know that 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 new trend. Are you aware of the new trend of like um, people imitating NPCs and shit? Uh, I think I've seen a couple of videos. Yeah. Well, I wanna, I want Hank Hill to do this, um, <laughs> and just like be like, "Mmm, tacos, yummy. Mmm, tacos, yummy." He's like, he can't path to the grill, so the closest object is tacos. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that would be great. Oh man. Uh. Hank already is kind of an NPC. Like, he spends most of his time standing around in the same spot and has, like, three actions. Go to work, mow the grass, drink beer. That's true. Oh, my God. What a life. Must be nice. Yeah. That is one thing I... I I, I kind of watch King of the Hill and sort of envy Hank's life. Because it's, it's, it seems like... Like, hey, King of the Hill has always been, like, a, a cozy show to me, despite, like, like things do happen. It, you know, it's just a, Hank's got a wonderful wife, Peggy. Who's I don't know about that one. She's completely hot and wonderful, and. I consider this to be slander. I hate Peggy. She's, a. Uh, she was written to be hated, though, so, like, it, the writing has accomplished its mission, but I can't separate reality from fiction, and if Peggy was real, I don't know what I'd do. I like Peggy in the in the sense that um, she's meant to be grating, uh, but it's, like, all of her... I don't know, like, I feel for her at the same time, because it's, like, she's clearly a deeply insecure person and like that came from somewhere, you know, it's, I don't know. She's very well written and yeah, she is hateable, but I, I also find her quite endearing. I like the fan theory that after she fell out of the plane, she had brain damage and that's why she's like flanderized by the later seasons. Hmm. 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 Cause it's like it gets it gets much worse. She like joins two MLMs. That's the thing. It's like they twice she gets roped into some kind of scam. And it's like, come on, Peggy, please, I'm begging you, learn. But she never does. She knows better than God. She says it herself. <sighs> yeah. Don't draw Peggy, everyone at home who draws. I want you to draw the hottest Peggy you can possibly draw. And send it to stuartjip at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, wait, we have an email. <laughs> we do have an email. Uh, uh, do you like my comic at gmail.com? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I also had to stop and like, okay, I know it's the thing. What's the thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, it's a shame what happened to little Scotty at the uh, redacted episode 50 convention. Yeah, he's... He's not gonna. Oh boy, that's a whole thing. Like he he went through a whole character arc where. Am I allowed to say the part where uh, you know? I 
Okay, so I had my lawyer go through the NDA with me specifically because I wanted to know what was acceptable to discuss and what wasn't. Yeah. And yeah. the NDA largely covers the major events and it specifies them. So, and I don't remember, I don't remember little Scotty being specified in there. I think he was too small. Yeah, that's true. He he was the size of a uh, a pea sized orb, and he okay. So here's what happened. Little Scotty, I mean, we had beverages at this thing. We actually did a live recording. Like, we we really like put in a lot of money for. Um, am I allowed to? All right. Well, I think it's fine. Okay, we put in a lot of money for this fiftieth episode, and we all actually met up in person. Like, I R we did an I R L recording. Little fourth wall breaky poo. Uh, we all usually record separately in our own little corners of the world. And we all just kind of put our audio together. But this time we were all together. Me, uh, Grizz, Stu, Shock, Holly, and Scotty. We were all together. Little Scotty. All right. He had a couple beverages, you know what I mean? And he 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 said, "Hey guys, you want to do some drugs?" And of course, we were all like, "No, Scotty, drugs are awful." Not. And so, okay, I'm not I'm not allowed to say this part, but Scotty, um, he had a pea-sized airplane. Yeah, I, this I, don't next... know, I don't know how much we can get into the next part. Uh, I do remember this is... I wouldn't call it the the catalyst for everything that followed, but it was definitely definitely part of it. <sighs> it's really hard for me to talk about, actually. <laughs> yeah, probably, give, probably better if we just, uh, give me we a just second. move on from this. Give me a second. No, <laughs> I, I, I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. Okay, okay. Scotty, he had his, he had a pea-sized airplane, and he flew his airplane into two breadsticks. I don't really want to talk about this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had a very small 911. It was really fucked up. All the the seasoning fell off. Okay, we need we need we need to move on. We need to move on because that's that's getting me too. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh god. It was. It was. Do you but, guys understand um, now? Do you guys understand why we couldn't post this and why yeah, the FBI yeah. was actually onto our shit? It, it was, was very yeah. bad. It was pretty rough. Ugh. And that's yeah, the, and just, again, this is the part that. that we can talk about. The tiny nine eleven. It's awful. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't good. It's probably better if we just move on. Yeah, we so we we've we've checklisted a lot. We've we talked about the Simpsons. We talked about King of the Hill. We've gotten over the hill. We talked about episode fifty. We reviewed the comic. We did the first mm. ad read. 
Mm-hmm. You think maybe we're ready for the second ad read? We are. All right. Um, let's see. Now we we do have we do have a fan submission, uh, but I I, I do I, I kind of think that and it's really really good. It's really good. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Um, I do kind of want to wait uh, for for more folks to to gather around for for talking about this because I yeah. think that that they they deserve many attentions everyone so. is still in recuperation i mean gob and i are fast healers so we're yeah we're i was able to push through and make this happen but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well it's a miracle i'll just say that anybody got out of that <sighs> but uh yeah. alrighty, yeah let's uh so i have um you know somehow i, I don't know how it was it was what I like to call uh, a lucky luck buck luck that I got two um, two sponsors for for this episode. Um, I'm surprised anybody wants anything to do with us after. Okay, well, okay. Sorry that, and I feel really bad for going on about this to fans because it was really just awesome and good. And just a fan. It was like the funniest thing that anybody could possibly listen to. And it's just gone. It is just wiped off the face of the earth. Um, I don't disagree. It was, I mean, I remember the initial recordings after going back through them together had yeah. me comatose. I actually, I passed out from laughing so hard. That's how good it was. Yeah, yeah. I, um, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. And then we had a couple celebrity cameos as well. Like we had um uh um Megan Fox who uh had a fox with her. And that was certainly an interesting addition. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Megan and we were all like, dude. And the fox was like, or whatever the fuck foxes do. And it was just so good. It was good. It was great. And she actually knows how to high-five people. And she high-fived all of us. I haven't washed my hand yet. I I have. I'm sorry. But I... Because uh, cause her... I had too much lipstick on my hand after that high-five. And I was afraid to, you know, what it would look like. I don't know why the hell she draws a little lipstick lip thing on her palm when she high fives people, but it makes sense. No, I get it. You know, everyone's got to have their thing. Yeah, yeah. Of the celebrity cameos, I was uh, more interested. I mean, not not to shit on Megan Fox, of course. I was more interested. I know Grizz was as well that we actually did get Ron Perlman to show up. Yeah, he's he's been a huge inspiration to me personally. Um, Yeah, and. When he wasn't busy declaring war on capitalism, he was an absolute delight to have around. He Weird is... how short he was, though. I know. He was a little dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're I... all six foot something, and he's like he's like five foot four. He's a little guy. Yeah, I I, I, I gave him a couple head pats, and he like kind of did this like thing. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, fine. But, yeah, uh, he doesn't he... like that. 
Yeah. He is a little little funny guy. And uh I got I, I got him to autograph me uh my Pacific Rim D V D and he uh point he drew an arrow on the box um pointing to I don't know, some portion and he circled the word rim and he said <laughs> This is where the rim is. I was like, all right, okay. He's really helpful. He helped make a lot of what followed happen. But again, mm-hmm. that is under NDA, and we cannot discuss it. Yeah. What I can say is thank you, Mr. Perlman. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> it's a delight. It's a, it's a delight. Yeah, I've never been so starstruck in in my life. God. Starstruck, starstruck. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Alrighty, uh, well, we have a, an advertisement. I I think uh, shock. You can do the honors. I have received the transmission, and I am ready to deliver. <clears throat> now, are you tired of sneezing your booger juice all over your family and friends every time you sniff a flower or dump a bunch of pepper into your nostrils? Well, fear no more. Introducing PermaGuard. Simply allow our team of scientists and glassblowers to permanently fit a glass bowl around your neck, just like the astronauts and Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob, and you'll be set for life. Blast snot out of your face without the fear for the rest of your life. But wait, there's more. When you buy PermaGuard for the low price of $5,609.79, you'll receive a free small sample of Windex and a silly straw so you can clean your glass bowl. Simply force the silly straw into the bowl alongside your neck if possible, suck up some Windex with your mouth, and spit it all over the inside of your bowl. Also, call now, and we'll include a pack of surgical masks with extra long strings to fit over your bowl in case there's another global pandemic. Call 1-900-MIX-A-LOT Tell him there's a butt two blocks down the street, and he'll run away without hanging up the phone. A shadow will take physical form and handle the remainder of the transaction from there. Be smart. Buy a guard. Amen. Well, there you have it. Uh, Permaguard for, hey, I sneeze. I know I, I, whenever I sneeze, I do it around family and friends, and I, I, I drench them every single time. Yeah, I've been known to partake as well. And to be honest, I've always wanted a solution to the pepper problem, but now I think this will actually do it. Like here on the Dillcast, we don't, we specifically have a clause that we don't advertise products we don't believe in. And this one for me personally hits home. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say thank you, Smart Guard or. Permaguard, whatever the fuck, and and uh, we 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 thank you for your your humble check of uh, sixty dollars and seventy cents. That really goes a long way in Dillcast. Uh, uh, oh yeah. I want to say, um, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, all of your 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 patience. We. We know that uh, this is a, a, a fantastic 
town of dill time we thank you for your listenership and follow us on twitter at the Dillcast. um if you have any like fun fan things you'd like to send in for us to talk about send them over to do you what is it called do you like my comic at gmail.com <laughs> yeah and um we'll talk about it and have a good time uh for stewart i'd like to say go to maryhellcomic.com to read his comic mary hell stewart is a funny funny man and he's a good dude uh he has a new book out called all games are good it's a really good book um and uh you should get it because I also did the uh, interior illustration. And yeah, you can pick up his book um, for Grizz. I'm going to plug the Mona Lisa. It's a good painting. Go there. Look at it. Mona Lisa. Um, um, I have a comic called Please Forgive Me, PLZ number four, G I V E dot. M-E. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Gobolatula, G-O-B-O-L-A-T-U-L-A. Uh, Shock, what would you like to... Oh, would you like to plug ho- Holly's holliness? Uh, I don't know the links, but I know it's called uh, Tearcom. And you woke up as a girl this morning. Yeah, you look can... Look those up. You can look those up. Uh, follow Holly Didis on on Twitter and find all of her good goodness. We're doing a horrible job plugging everyone, or I'm doing a horrible job. Yeah, I haven't even gotten my special attack yet. Oh, right. Um, so Shock, what would you like to 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 do? This one's in theme for this episode. Bush League Jettison Beam. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, everybody, as they say in all over the world, same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Bye-bye. Goodbye forever. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go!